Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Hi again, everyone. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements, and welcome to the End Zone Club, live from Dirty Martin's Place as we watch college basketball and we watch golf here on this Saturday evening. The End Zone Club proudly brought to you by Howry, Breen, and Herman Attorneys at Law, Plains Capital Bank, Covert in Bastrop, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Pokey Joe's Barbecue for Great Texas Barbecue, Delaware Subs, no baloney there. That's the two-for-one cheesesteak special tomorrow. Yep, football season is still in full swing, so go see Pete. Two-for-one cheesesteaks at Delaware Subs and by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Ben, it's been an interesting afternoon. The Longhorns lost their basketball game to BYU 84-72, and this TCU-Baylor game will never end. What's going on? Uh, yeah, Pop, this TCU-Baylor game in Waco, uh, we are stuck in, in triple overtime right now. Uh, Baylor has the lead. A uh, huge game here. There's been, you know, the Big 12, as we, as we talked about all season long, and we got an expert here with us, Kelly Marchbanks, associate AD of, of Houston. The Big 12 is is so good this year. Eight teams in the top 25. Every single game is going to matter. We saw Texas lose to BYU, but Texas has a chance against Houston on Monday to get that one back. We saw Kansas struggle today. We saw Texas take Texas Tech take the lead uh, in first place in the Big 12. This is a season where really anything could happen in the Big it, 12. It, it really, really can. Let's give you some scores today. As we told you, uh, the Longhorns lost to BYU in Provo 84-72. Iowa State at home defeated Kansas 79-75. I love this Iowa mm-hmm. State team. They got yeah. some foreign guy who can't miss. Yeah. He's from some Slovakia or something. This okay. guy can't, this guy can't <laughs> miss. It's probably, the, probably Google that. <laughs> yeah, I need to Don't Google make him mad. Uh, the surprise team, I think, of the conference, Texas Tech. Texas Tech yeah. uh, defeated uh, Oklahoma by a score of 85-74. to And the Houston Cougars got a resounding win today in Houston as they defeated Kansas State 74 74- to 52. So, situation for the Longhorns. It ain't good. Texas will host uh, the Houston Cougars on Monday. Then the Longhorns have to go to Fort Worth to play TCU. Mm-hmm. And then they get Iowa State back. It is the best conference it in is. basketball. It has been for uh, maybe three, four years now, but it is so abundantly clear that the Big 12 is a basketball conference, even more so than football or baseball. And it's tough for Texas, as you know, we're Texas guys popping, seeing, you know, Texas go to the SEC. This is what I'm going to miss most. I, you know, football's, yeah. but basketball is what I'm going to miss most in watching because week in, week out, you go to any game and it's going to be a fun game. Oh, You're going to see one of the top teams in the country, and that's what makes it so difficult. I watched a lot of Big 12 basketball today and I go, man, Houston looks great. Wait a minute. Tech looks great. Wait a minute. TCU looks great. Wait a minute. Baylor, yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. So it, it's great. We're going to talk a lot of football. And also, let's say hello to our friend Kelly Marchbanks, a former Austinheimer room, now Associate Athletic Director for the University of Houston. Welcome back home, Kimo Sabi, and <laughs> welcome to your basketball team Monday night at the Moody Center. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. And like you said, we had a big win today in the Fertitta Center. Uh, Kansas State had them come in, 11 a.m. game. A little early, a couple extra cups of coffee to get going for that one. But we had a blackout crowd, a um, lot of fun, a lot of energy, and we're playing good basketball right now. Are many people going to come to the Texas, going to come to the Moody Center? Because I tell you what, when Texas played Texas Tech, Ben and I were there earlier this year. 
Lordy, there were a lot of Tech people. Yeah, that's there were a lot of Baylor people at, at the Moody Center, yeah, too. Yeah, that's interesting you say that. We played Tech at home a couple uh, probably a week ago, and it was packed. There were a lot of Red Raiders there. So I think with it being a Monday night, 8 o'clock, we'll probably have a little less than normal, but there'll be some Cougar Red in there. Have you felt that, you know, new to the Big 12, and was that something y'all discussed going to the Big 12, that basketball is going to be – you know, where you're, I don't want to say make your money, but that's where you're going to get the eyes, and that's where you get your TV viewing and your ratings is basketball. Was this something you all prepared for? Uh, well, I think Coach Sampson kind of says it best. He says, you know, we're not crashing the party. We were invited. Mm-hmm. I think we were ready for it, ready for the challenge. We've been, I mean, the success he's had here the last few years, all the Sweet 16s, the Final Four, it, it was something that we were ready for for basketball. I think, you know, where we are, football and basketball, there is a little bit of a difference yeah. that you're kind of referencing, but – uh, no, basketball, we were ready to roll and excited for it, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing you were in a good-looking pullover. Are y'all Jordan brand? We are. We are. Wow. How the hell yeah. did y'all pull that how, off? How did that come about? So once Coach Sampson's got there, and, and we're kind of a unique deal where it's basketball only, so we're not football. Uh, like Michigan not, where they yeah, it's all. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So we're, we're a basketball Jordan brand. Uh, Coach Sampson's close with, with Jordan himself, and so being a North Carolina guy, um, he just had the connection, and it's, it's awesome. It certainly moves the needles with the crew. Fantastic. Um, I do have a question. Just, this is another basketball thing where, in the past, Houston. You know, it's it. When was the last time? You, was when was the Houston the, the five seven yeah, jam, the five, seven, early early eighties, right? Early eighties, yeah. Because I watched them play several times. Watched them play in Austin. Watched them play Texas Tech, and that was. There's no way Houston should have lost to North Carolina State for the national championship mm-hmm. game because they had Akeem Olajuwon. Uh, Clyde DeGride, Drexler, Larry Mishu. They had so many great, great players. But, yeah, that was the early 80s when they were so dominant. Was this a thing where, like, y'all knew going into the Big 12 that y'all could make an immediate impact in basketball? Because football, it's tough. You know, Houston, it's, it's been a struggle, Houston football. But basketball, y'all knew we can go in there and make a name for ourselves immediately in this dominant conference. Yeah, well, I mean, you just look at the, the state of the program. I mean, we were competing with, with everybody yeah. in basketball the last few years, you know. It was something that, you know, we know conference play, like we've talked about, it's going to be harder. You're going to every week, it's going to be a battle. I mean, there's no off games. Mm-hmm. So that is a bit of adjustment, but our guys were ready for it, and it's something that we were excited for the challenge. Cougars are currently number four in the country. Sir. Uh, I don't know if North Carolina lost today. I know Purdue didn't, and I'm not sure what UConn did, but still number, number four is pretty heavy. Now, right now, TCU leads Baylor 103-102. In the third overtime. 2.8 seconds left. That is, this is a phenomenal, and uh, darn it, Texas will play TCU next week, but because of the screwy screwy things by the commissioner of the Big 12, Texas will not be able to, will, won't be hosting TCU this year. Uh, real quick, um, I want to get into more of this Houston-Texas uh, game on Monday, but I do, I have to bring this up, um, because once again, you know, Texas is under fire the horns down. I, I, I told you off air, Kelly, did you see what happened today with Texas? Tell yeah, our listeners here. what happened. So um, here's a story. There was a uh, the game at BYU, student section, uh, front row. They had about nine guys that were wearing uh, plain white shirts, and it spelled out horns down. And here come some officials telling these kids to take off those shirts and change them, or there will be a technical foul on BYU. And they were forced to, and the story, of course, has been picked up. This is the second time in – Three weeks that the Horns Down has been the forefront of Texas sports. Nothing about the football team or the basketball's play, but Horns Down. Let me ask you, were they game officials or were they BYU officials who said? I am not entirely sure. I don't know who went up and threatened them, but 
I thought Texas learned from this to not carry more. And I thought the country learned that you, you can't keep doing this to Texas because it's nothing but embarrassment. I know Rodney Terry, he started this a few weeks he ago. He was passionate, and he, he apologized for it. But, yeah, he got himself in hot water for it, yeah. I mean, is this I, – I, I, I don't think Rodney said, hey, get those shirts off. No. I think that might have been – I thought Texas made strides to this. I think it, was, I think it might have been the BYU administrators mm-hmm. not want to get a black eye on this. I don't know. I just can't imagine them saying – take off the shirts because hey you know that's part of the deal texas is texas and they're going to see the horns down i know you're in the front office kelly but you i but you're also a college sports fan you know you grew up in austin i'd be lying in- if i didn't text your brother saying today saying uh, if i do horns down am i getting tossed from movies, <laughs> so. have you noticed that though the, the, it's kind of it's co- not that it never left but it's really coming back to life this horns down thing and texas, yeah, yeah, people absolutely. always say just wait to go to the sec it's going to be worse but Basketball, because it's such an intimate setting. Basketball, the fans are right below, behind you. You can hear what they're saying. You know, I feel like this horns down thing is starting to spiral to the point it where is, Texas basketball is going to be getting the, the grunt of this whole thing. Yeah, I do too. I just I don't like that. That you know, hey, it's part of the it's deal. It's part of the sports. It's part of the sports. And you know, when Texas plays Oklahoma, the phrase "Oh, you sucks." Yeah. Is that nice? No, it's not nice. It's not. Yeah. When people call University of Houston Cougar High, I'm sorry, Kelly. That's not nice. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of not nice things that's yeah. said about schools all yeah. the time, but we got to get past that. And Texas fans, it's got to be duck and duck water off the back of a duck. Well, you cannot worry about that's this anymore. We, we said a couple weeks ago. That's the that's the beat of Steve Sarkeesian, who coined the phrase "embrace the hate." It's something that Texas basketball needs to do because yeah. it's not going to get much better because no. every week it seems to be the social medias are just clowning on the horns for this horns down stuff. Hey, we got to take a break after this break. Not only talking about college basketball, but uh, football is forefront tomorrow. The NFL, the two big games, Kansas City at Baltimore, then the late show, Detroit uh, Lions play at San Francisco. We'll talk about football and also if you'd like to – Give us a call at 512-836-0590. Give us a call. Your thoughts on the winners and losers tomorrow for the NFL. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, live from Dirty Martin's Place, the iconic hamburger joint on Guadalupe. Come and enjoy the great food and great drink all night long. The golf tournament's still on. The Baylor TCU game is on. And don't forget, tomorrow it's going to be huge for the NFL playoffs. Uh, we're going to keep it just one second as TCU is shooting free throws. It's now 104 to 102 with only 1.2 seconds to play. This is this is a megaton win for TCU mm-hmm. on the road at the brand new Baylor Arena. The second free throw is up and good, so it's now 10 105 to 102. I don't think Baylor has a timeout. They've got to go. They only have 1.2 seconds. Let's see what they do. They throw the ball in. They don't and catch the game. ball, and they throw something up at the end, but it's off no yep. good. Another upset in the Big T- 12. TCU has upset the Baylor Bears 105-102. to 102. What a big win for TCU. Okay, uh, when we come back, college basketball, NFL football, and much, much more. Live from Dirty Martins, back right after these. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Our very special guest is Kelly Marchbank, the associate Athletic director for the University of Houston. He's an Austin native, played for the Austin High Maroons football team, back for the Houston Cougars and the Texas Longhorns Monday. Big Monday, huge game, and the Longhorns have some work to do. That's because the Longhorns lost today on the road in Provo, Utah, against BYU, and the Houston Cougars won in Houston against Kansas State. And, of course, as I just mentioned in the last segment, Houston ranked number four in the country 
They are very, very good. They're not in first place right now in the Big 12. That is held by the Texas Tech Red Raiders. But when Houston hosted Texas Tech, uh, I guess last week, 10 days ago, they walloped uh, Texas Tech. So a very even Big 12 race this year. We just told you that TCU won a ginormous game. Jamie Dixon and TCU upset the Baylor Bears in Waco just moments ago in triple overtime. Our show, The End Zone Club, proudly brought to you by Plains Capital Bank. Go see Paul Hall, Yvette, and crew for all your needs at Plains Capital Bank. Howry Breed and Herman, attorneys at law. Covert and Bastrop, Rocks and the Guys, were closed today but opened in the morning at 11 o'clock. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road for all your Longhorn gear. Pokey Joe's Barbecue. If you want great Texas barbecue tonight, brisket, rib, sausage, make it Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Delaware Subs, no baloney there. Delaware Subs, two for one. NFL Philly cheesesteaks tomorrow. Go by and see Pete Ademski. Tito's Handmade Vodka. Drink responsibly, but drink Tito's. And by Dirty Martin's Place. Uh, fellas, tomorrow, NFL. Kansas City at Baltimore. Detroit at San Francisco. Sadly, I read a story this week, Ben, that Troy Aikman canceled a big vacation because he was so confident that the Cowboys were going to be in the NFC. Same. Cha- I did the same thing. Remember, we were supposed to go to Honolulu. We had to cancel it because we thought we'd <laughs> be with the Cowboys game. Me too, Troy. Oh, man. Uh, let's Before we talk about the games, the big news today, or this week, I think, in the world of the NFL is Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. Bill Belichick. Still without a job. Still without a job. Let go by the New England Patriots. I think the world thought he was going to get hired, and I thought the logical team was going to be the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. the team that they defeated for a Super Bowl win. I thought he had an outside chance to get the Charger job. I thought uh, he uh, had a chance to get the Tennessee job. But now only Seattle uh, is open, and Seattle and Washington are open. Yep. He may get the Washington job, but I- I'm shocked. Your thoughts, fellas, on Bill Belichick not getting a job? I mean, I'm, Kelly, this is kind of your job is like, you know, hiring these guys. I mean, what do you what do you think is kind of stopping somebody from getting the greatest coach of all time? Well, to be clear, that that's the guys that are paid more than me and <laughs> hiring guys for us at UH. But I think for Bill, it's got to be personnel. I think that's uh-huh. got to be the big deal breaker. It's I mean, because he's the, you know, we all know he's the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. I think it's got to be, a you know. How much personnel control can you have? Because yeah, he exactly. hasn't been a good GM. Well, he is he, exactly. He's, he's a GM. He's really the head of the front office, and he's the code show. I get what you mean. I um, thought Atlanta was a no-brainer. I mean, you have him in your building twice, and you, I mean, my interview said twenty-eight-three. Who won that game? But, it, yeah. it, exactly. And Arthur Blanks is a really good owner. I think that. Uh, I guess he had Home Depot, Home Depot owner, but he's he stays away, even though he likes to go on the field at the uh-huh. end of the game. He stays away, and everything's in place for Atlanta. Atlanta just needs a quarterback. B. John Robinson yeah. is going to be the rookie of the year runner-up to C.J. Stroud of yeah. the Houston Texans, but it's all in place there, and I think Kelly's exactly right. It's about control. Mm-hmm. It's about influence because Arthur Blanks is not a Jerry Jones. Arthur Blanks says, I've got a general manager. I've got a director of a player personnel, and I have a head coach, and they work in concert together because I personally think Bill Belichick would have said, okay, I want to be the head coach, Arthur, but I want player personnel decisions, and I want to be the general manager. And that's not the way Arthur Blanks operates. Well, let me ask you, uh, what is the number one trend in in coaching hires in the NFL right now? I think you, uh, it's guys, you and Kelly H., young guys. Youth, young guys. Bill Belichick is 71 years old. 
How many years do you have of him? Yes, he's the greatest of all time, but that doesn't guarantee that he can win with your team. You want to get a guy that could be your 20-year guy. He'll be your Bill Belichick. We're seeing that. Uh, Sean McVay. I, I think so, but I think Belichick's a little bit of the exception there. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you're going to get Belichick, who's going to give up personnel control, uh-huh. I think it's a no-brainer. Could be Even if he's success. there five years. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, we don't, we don't know if he said he was going to give up personnel control, and that was the discussion. There was big discussion in Atlanta about that because – does Bill Belichick stay until he gets the record from Don Shula? He needs uh-huh. 14 wins to tie him, I believe. Is he going to bolt after that? Because they said they were looking at the uh, the bigger picture when they hired Raheem Morris from mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Rams. So they're in for the long game, not the short game. And that's that's the thing about uh, what what is Belichick? Want? Does he is he is he just his sole purpose in getting Don Shula's record? Uh-huh. And I brought this up on the air that you know who the winningest coach is University of Texas? That's Darrell Royal. Mm-hmm. One game behind him is Mac Brown. Yep. Mac Brown lost his last two games at Baylor and at Oregon. Mm-hmm. So I know Mac probably doesn't think about that a lot, but it's got his stick in his craw that he never had the chance to be the winningest coach. So I think uh-huh. I think that's sticking in the craw of Bill Belichick because I personally believe, fellas, his image is tarnished because – they stopped winning when Tom Brady left. Bill Belichick. You, Bill Belichick. You, you, just, you said the words his, his image. tarnished? Yes, I do believe, Ben. I do believe, no, sadly. You don't have a drink in your hand, so I can't no, accuse I'm, you of being poisoned or, or drunk right no, now. I'm but in dry January, you think my friend. Tarnished. Yeah. Bob, he is the yeah. the greatest coach that's ever lived. I don't think anything is tarnished, but like Tom Brady. Well, wait, 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 wait. I don't know. There's wait, a little wait. shine. There's yeah, a little wait. shine, that's but all. They haven't done anything since Tom Brady left, Ben, and he's the head coach. He's the general manager. He still has those rings, Pop. And you know, he I was know. Tom Brady, but you know what? There was no. Tom Brady without Bill Belichick. There's no Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. There's I, no I Patriots without the both oh, of them. Wait a minute. I think there is Tom Brady without Bill Belichick. He won a Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. Well, that was a, a, a vet Tom Brady. That was, it was. Tom it Brady was. becomes Tom player Brady coach. without Belichick. Yeah. I, I mean, hate to be cruel to Bill Belichick, but I just think that I may I'm be wrong. I'm trying to come up with a good analogy right now, but you are so false. There's nothing tarnished. He did what he did. Everybody has their, their golden years, and he had those in the late 2000s and the 2010s. That was his time, and he did that. That doesn't mean that he, he lost his, 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 his game because he, he got stuck with Mac Jones. What are you supposed to do with Mac Jones? He, Austin Hyde couldn't go win with Mac Jones right now. He drafted him. Bill and Belichick that was a bad Mac- judgment call. Right. We all screw up. We all make mistakes. But there's been a lot of those for his drafts. I they mean, have. In the last ten years, they, they've been terrible. So are you, do you guys think that that is the reason why people aren't picking him up? Because absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, but think I, I, think, I think the most important deal is, and Kelly touched on it, Bill Belichick is a guy who wants to be in total yeah. control. He was spoiled and, in, in New England. He well, was sure, spoiled. Well, sure. he earned that right. For he did. And now he had. Yeah. I mean, Robert Kraft let him do that. Said, okay, it's, it's yours. Your players, your general manager, you, you take it over. And he was very fortunate to have the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, leading the way. But I just think, Ben, the last few years since Brady left, it's not been good as you've seen a, a really inferior product on the field mm-hmm. for, for New England. You know, it's just it's tough to compare. It's tomatoes, tomato. I mean, so you're saying Mac Brown, is his reputation tarnished? Because no, no. he hasn't won one since 2006. And he had all those ten-win seasons. He uh, he finished with Texas. He got quote unquote fired with North Carolina. They've done all right, but he hasn't done anything since. Uh, it, I think it's, it's, a, tough. it's a different deal. Mac Brown 
had one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time yeah. for two years, Vince Young. But uh, Bill Belichick had Brady for, what, 15 years? Yeah, 15 years. Okay. okay. I I think he'll get picked up because the team will, will – got to imagine his, that – his price is going down. You know, it's like a house that nobody wants to pick up. It's going to go yeah, down, I, down, I, down. I think down. the Commanders, like like your dad was saying, I think they're going young. I think they Ben Johnson at yeah. Detroit. I think that's I think that's their guy. And that was my original point. They want to get younger now because we're seeing that these younger guys are creative. They're offensive minded guys. You can go get a defensive coordinator to help you out. That might be a little older, but these offensive minded young guys. Sean McVay is the perfect example. He went to a Super Bowl pretty damn quick when he was a head coach. Really, quick. offensive minded guy. Um, you know, I, I think, just think it's a different age in football. I think a little bit of it, it's overblown, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I think I'd more, more so go for that true kind of leader of men. And I know Dan Campbell is the, the example, but, you know, he's not a great X's and O's guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's not scheming it he up there. Jack his players but up. He's, yeah, he's getting them fired up. He's got them by, you know, bought in, and um, I think that's the way I'd go. If they don't play well, he'll whoop their ass. Well, speaking Absolutely. of, we're, okay, we're talking here. <laughs> the but shawl in his mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> Since we were last on the air, there, have, there has been a, uh, a new coach in L.A., with Jim Harbaugh leaving the, with the Michigan Wolverines, going to his former team, um, he left Michigan. He he left Dodge before the uh, the, posse the, cop, got, before the, the po- Cobbs came. Yeah, Posse got there. And I, I've been seeing on like the ESPNs and all these radio shows. You know, he'll win a Super Bowl within five years. And I called BS on that. Yes, they have a great quarterback, but you know, if I'm a if I'm a GM or I'm an owner, I want to take Bill Belichick above Jim Harbaugh right now. To be honest with you, I, you know, I, I don't know. He was, he did fantastic when he was with the NFL. When he was in the NFL, he did. When he was with uh, San, the, Francisco. The San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. But you know, it's been a little while. I think the NFL has changed in those eight years, and I would take Bill Belichick over Jim Harbaugh. It, right it, it's certainly day. changed, but it's a line of scrimmage game, yeah. and that's Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. He, 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 I think that's a good point. It's a line of scrimmage game. We got to take a break. After this break, we're going to give you. The final details of what happened at the Farmers Insurance Tournament in San Diego. They're closing out play today because they don't want to compete against football tomorrow. And we come back, we'll talk more about Jim Harbaugh going to the L.A. Chargers. Uh, we'll discuss more on the NFL games tomorrow. Take a look at Houston and Texas and college basketball. And also, there's a goofball thing, flag football in the Olympics. We'll discuss that. And much, much more live from that. Dirty Martins here on KLVJ. We are back on the End Zone Club, live from Dirty Martins Place, Ed Clements and Ben Clements, and our very special guest, Kelly Marchbanks, the Associate Athletic Director for the University of Houston Cougars. Cougars will be in Austin Monday night when Texas meets Houston in a really developing to a really big Big 12 basketball game. Very important for the Longhorns, who lost today to BYU. And Houston wants to continue their winning ways. They defeated Kansas State today really blew out Kansas State uh, down in Houston. Uh, they finished at San Diego, and Matthew Pavon of Toulouse, France, is a winner on the PGA Tour. A guy who won a lot of tournaments on the DP Tour of course. in Europe now is a winner on the PGA Tour. What do you yeah. have a funny look on your face? I just, you know, it's just it's the, I miss the old days of, like, the early beginning of the stages of the PGA Tour where it was just the... You knew you knew everybody in the leaderboard. It's just it's a different time nowadays. I realize that, but I do. Too. I, I feel the same way. Where's John Rom? Where's John Rom? Where's Rory? Where's, Where's Jordan? Where's Brooks? Where's 
Dustin Johnson, where's where 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 are the superstars? Yeah. Where's Sergio? It's a different time, but it's a different time for all the sports. You look at the PGA, that's changing. You look at college sports, that's changing. Look at the NFL, it's we've we flipped the page. We went from the Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady years and the Bill Belichick years, flipping a page. You know, that's just the that's the matter of life, but yeah. it's just changing. Um, speaking of NFL, the changing of the guard. Jim Harbaugh, we were talking about him before the last break. Uh, L.A. Chargers head coach now, uh, former player of the L.A. Chargers. Uh, last time we saw Jim Harbaugh with the 49ers, he had a very good record. I think, you know, it was it was a hogwash that they fired him in the first place, but he's back in the NFL with a national championship ring on his right finger. Uh, it's interesting to see how this is going to go. Because on one side, you can say, yeah, he deserves that job. other side, you can say, what is he running from? Because I'm of the opinion that this could be a Pete Carroll situation. Pete Carroll, he did really well at Seattle. But we all know he left Dodge before USC got sanctioned. Is this the same situation we're seeing with Jim Harbaugh? I I, I think it may be, Ben. If I can jump in first, Kelly, I think it may be. I think they're going to face some sanctions. You know, they did a little self-enforcement this year when they – had suspended him for several games at the end of the season. The NCAA suspended Jim Harbaugh for games at the first of the season. Yep. So I think just Jim Harbaugh, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Our old buddy Spike Dyke says coaches are nomads. Coaches are nomads. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh has won his national championship ring for his old school. He's met all his goals. Now I think he wants to join his brother in winning an NFL Super Bowl. Yep. And he has a great opportunity because for years I've thought – the L.A. Chargers uh, could be a superstar team. They've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. They've got some other quality pairs, but yeah. uh, Brandon Staley was a bonehead, Mr. You know, fourth and 17, let's go for it. Yeah. So I just think Harbaugh has a very great shot at winning. Saying that, he's in the same division as Patrick Mahomes, yeah. but I think he's going to win. Thoughts on that? I, you know, it's tough. Like you said, he's in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. I just wonder. He's got a very good court. He's got a great offense, um, but he's won everywhere he's been. He has won he everywhere. He won at San been. Diego. People think it was San Diego State. It was San Diego. And yeah. When he got to Stanford, they were that's the hardest job in the country. Yeah. Maybe next to Rice. No offense, Rice. <laughs> uh, but he's won everywhere he's been. And yeah, he's a weird guy. Yeah. Like I think he wears out his welcome. Yeah. I think there's only that kind of window. But you, you know have. that if he, if you have him as head coach, he will give everything. He's a football guy. He, that's all he cares about. That's all he lives and breathes. It. And he's got Justin Herbert. And, and Justin Herbert, Herbert is. Yeah. is the highest paid quarterback in the league. I think Justin Herbert is just just welcoming to have a quarterback guy, a former quarterback, to be his mentor. Mm-hmm. And I just think I think this this is a no brainer for the Chargers. He's not he's not young. I think he what he's fifty or sixty, so he's no young guy. I think he's fifty years old, but. But uh, I just think that this is a, a big win, and there's two job openings left, Seattle and Washington. Washington is a terrible job, I think. And, Kelly, you think they're going to go young? Probably will. I think the Seattle situation, that's a good situation. Dan Quinn, the Cowboy GM, has been out there for several interviews. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's one. You know, a year ago as a Cowboys fan, I would have said, hold on to Dan Quinn for dear life. What we saw this past year, they played really well. Um mm-hmm. That wild, and I hate punishing him for one game. That wild card game was very, very bad. It was. And But how much allure is Seattle right now? Obviously, anybody wants to go be head of NFL head coach. Anybody. But 
you know, how much allure is there in Seattle? You know, they've Gino's got a lot got, of young talent. They have a lot of young talent. They've done pretty well the last mm-hmm. few draft classes. They've got some good pieces on the line. Gino's not your long-term answer. You're exactly, going to have to find yeah. a quarterback. But there, there's a lot of promise is there. Is there a reason why we haven't heard Bill Belichick's name associated with Seattle from until now, though? I think we have because you're, they're, they fired an old man, and they don't want to get another old man yeah. who wants to. Here, I'm around their age. What am I calling myself an old man? But, but he, they, they, they don't. I think they have an order, and they've got management, and they've got a, a pecking order there. And I think they don't want to mess with Bill Belichick, even though he's the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. They they don't want to give him all the type of control. Um, I agree. I think I do think we might see Dan Quinn in Seattle next year. But at this point, it's been so funky. It's going to look different next year. All right, let's let's turn the page real quick. We it's championship uh, weekend. We got we got the big uh, big games tomorrow. Uh, the winners will go to the Super Bowl. First game is Ravens and Chiefs. Ravens are – is it still a three-and-a-half-point favorite? Four. It's now the Ravens now are favored by four points. Uh, Lamar Jackson will be the MVP. What are y'all's thoughts on this game? Uh, you know, we've been seeing all this BS, and I'm sick of seeing it. The script. The script. I saw, like, CNN came out with an article today. The script has been leaked. It's going to be the the uh, the Chiefs – no, it's going to be the, 49, the Ravens. The 49ers. And the, and, uh, no, I saw the the, oh, the Ravens me. and the, uh, the Lions. Huh. I'm sick of this. I – because of something about colors or something? Because of the Super Bowl colors. I, it's so stupid. I, I want to curse so bad right now, but I can't. It's FCC rules. Um, my initial thoughts right now, guys, Lamar Jackson, he's going to lay a goose egg. My predictions right wow. now before we get into it, it's going to be the Chiefs, and it's going to be the 49ers. As much as I want to think the Ravens are going to continue this, this ass-kicking of the season, I'm afraid Lamar Jackson this moment might kind of get to him. And we might see a goose egg tomorrow at Lamar Jackson. Uh, Patrick Mahomes tomorrow is going after his 14th playoff win. If he does that, he would tie Terry Bradshaw, John Elway, and Peyton Manning. That is phenomenal. What is this, his sixth year in the NFL? I don't know. That's pretty good. Seventh year, I believe. Seventh year. But that is incredible. Tom Brady's got the most playoff wins with 35. Then comes Joe Montana with 16. Ben, I don't know what about this game. You look at Baltimore, and Baltimore has been dominant. Their defense is incredible. Lamar Jackson's been playing beautifully. He finally has some wide receivers. They, They beat you up offensively and defensively. But then again, as I say all of that, that guy's Patrick, Patrick Mahomes Mahomes. over there, and yeah. there's Travis Kelsey, and there's there's Taylor Swift up there in the okay, in go. the press box. You here know what go. I mean? I, I don't know. I it's going to be so difficult for Kansas City to win on the road, but they still have Patrick Mahomes. Kelly, yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, Taylor Swift is welcome in any UH games. If she wants to come, <laughs> we'll get her tickets. We'd be happy to have her anytime, any, oh. any game. But I, I'm going with the Ravens. I, I think Lamar yeah. gets the headlines, but that defense is so ferocious. Yeah. They've been dominant all year. Like your dad said, they have receivers this year. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to pick against, but I'm going with the Also, this, we got the storyline. we got the Harbaugh situation. We have the Harbaugh situation. Is Maybe, it the year of Harbaugh? It, that's yeah. what I said, I think, yeah. two weeks ago. Is this the year of Harbaugh? I just – I want – I'm going to root for the Ravens because I'll be honest with you. I'm sick of this this Chiefs, you know, dynasty. Just every commercial, every time I go on Twitter, it's all Chiefs. But it's still the Chiefs. It's still Mahomes. It's yeah. still – uh, Travis Kelsey, and they added a very good running back, uh, Pacheco. This is a very dangerous Chiefs team that's that's peaking. Yeah, they are. Um, so I'm predicting it's going to be the Chiefs tomorrow as much as I would love to see the Ravens win. I know we don't want to look back too much because well, we both, like Kelly, love 
the Buffalo Bills and our friend Mitch Morris from Austin. But have yeah. you have you been in contact with Mitch this week? Uh, not a whole lot. No, I'm, I'm going to give it some time. Yeah, that's a tough. That was really a... sad because yeah. this is a team that's just on the brink. Year after year after year, I'm yeah. surprised their coach has not gotten fired. I'm surprised they haven't hired Bill Belichick yeah. to go coach Buffalo. The thing is, though, how do you do that when every single year they're in contention? I know, yeah. They're in contention to go win uh, the AFC. Well, that's what we said about uh, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. This is too. true. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, NFC Championship, 49ers-Lions. Lions are miracle season. 49ers, um, it sounds like Debo Samuel will be back we'll tomorrow. Play, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a seven and a half point favorite for a reason. San has Francisco, it gone up to? Has it gone up to seven and a seven, hook? Seven and a half. And a hook. Saw it. They got wow. the hook. So, you know, with Christian McCaffrey, and if you get a healthy Debo Samuel back, I don't see really anybody. Um, you know, minus you know the maybe the Baltimore Ravens that can beat them. I don't see a reason why the 49ers shouldn't cover that spread. But but Detroit is charmed. They're, they talked you know, about Dan Campbell, who's who's for Central I love Texas Dan guy. And Aggie, this guy's really, they're doing things they haven't done. Yeah. Remember the last quarterback Detroit had when they won the NFC title back in the late 50s? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, um, it was yeah. His numbers retired over DKR. It's Bobby Lane. Oh, it was Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane from yeah. Lubbock, Texas. I got to meet yeah. him one time. He was a notorious drinker late in his life. But that's how long it's been for Detroit. I think they're charmed, but I think it ends tomorrow, too. Yeah, well, I don't like that hook, that seven and a half points, because I think even though Detroit's secondary is no good, Detroit has a very good running game. A very good running game. Yeah. I just think it's going to be closer than that seven and a half points. But I think it's going to be a terrific game. But I think it's going to, it will be definitely the 49ers in uh, the Super Bowl. And it could be KC or Baltimore. Thoughts on that on that game? I'll, I'll take San Francisco to win, but not cover. I'm taking San Francisco to win big. I think they win by really? 15 points. And I think the Lions this this miracle season comes to an end. It's just they're going up against a brick wall. I'm rooting for the Lions. I hope they win. It's it's going to be the 49ers. It's, it's tough. You know, Debo Samuel was out last year, but this is a guy that, you know, you rarely see a running back receiver uh, dual threat. Yeah. But he is more, you know, he he's more terrifying at running back than he is a receiver, and he's one of the best catchers in the NFL. I think he'll have, you know, the biggest impact in the game. And he got the best running back in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey. And he got the Purdy situation, who, you know, he's like, you know, uh, uh, he's like provolone cheese. He's, he's nothing sexy, but he's always going to be good. You know what I mean? He's, he's, That's a great analogy there, Ben. Brock Purdy, he's not going to have the big screw-ups. He's a very, very good quarterback. And as long as they just play their game, I think they are the best team in the NFL. He needs to manage the game. Yeah. And I think the guy who's going to be big for San Francisco tomorrow is George Kittle. Yeah. I think the tight end, I think he is going to have a great game because I'm not sure Detroit can handle them. I know the Hutchison young man from Michigan, the defensive lineman, the edge rusher for Detroit, will harass Brock, Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy cannot make the big mistake tomorrow. He can't. They can't do it. But I think I, I'm with you. I think San Francisco is going to win. Because I think they had their scare last week because they were, quite frankly, lucky to beat Green Bay. I think they've had their scare. Here's my my favorite, most hated question known to man. What is the NFL's favorite Super Bowl matchup? I can answer that. Kelly, can you answer that too? This year? Yeah. Yes. Who's the NFL want? I mean, it's Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs, Chiefs and... It's got to be 49ers. Frisco, yeah. 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 Chiefs 49ers. God, I hate the NFL. Yeah. It's... Well... Yeah, it, 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 Swift, yeah, that. yeah. The Mahomes and Taylor Swift. I think the worst the case scenario for the NFL would be 
Detroit, Detroit Ravens. Detroit, Baltimore, yeah. Even though, honestly, at this point, like, I'm, I'm going to be fun. It'd be a very good game. Yeah. Lions deserve it. That'd be the it's underdog kind of factor. Smash mouth versus finesse. And then you'd have the MVP, Lamar Jackson, who was people really slept on this past year. I tell you, Lamar Jackson, I tip my hat to the guy. He signs that $40 million deal. Yeah. And a lot of guys who sign $40 million deals go south. Yeah. They don't do much. But that guy has stepped up and played his tail off. Of course, the Longhorn Justin Tucker, the Longhorn Devin DuBernay yeah. tomorrow. I think uh, I don't know about your school, University of Houston, but Texas will now have at least one player in the Super Bowl for 18 of the last 19 years. So that's that's important to colleges mm-hmm. to do that. John Bianco put that out for Texas. Yeah. I would say yeah, I'm, I'm San Francisco and 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 Chiefs uh, Super Bowl this year, and I think San Francisco will will end up with the trophy. We got to take a break. After this break, we'll talk uh, more about the Houston Texas basketball friend, where our friend Kelly Marchbanks, the associate athletic director for the Houston Cougars, and we'll have more from Dirty Martin's place right after this. Back on the End Zone Club with ZZ Top, Billy Gibbons, uh, one of his favorite spots in Austin, Dirty Martin's place. His picture's on the wall, uh, along with Ben Clements's picture and Steve Sarkeesian's picture and Arch Manning's picture. Me, Steve Lundquist. Sarkeesian, and Arch Manning, and Steve... Uh, uh, and ZZ and, Top. And, and, yeah. And, yeah, ZZ All Top, together. Yeah. yeah, welcome back to the show, live from Dirty Martin's. Our show proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law, Plains Capital Bank, Covert in Bastrop. They'll be open tomorrow morning at 11. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Delaware Subs, two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow with our friend Pete Ademski. And Tito's Handmade Vodka. Ed Clements and Ben Clements and Kelly Marchbanks as we talk about football. They're closing out the broadcast of CBS. The magic of television. Jim Nance has been on, on TV all afternoon long mm-hmm. from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Jim and Tony Romo have the game tomorrow on CBS. It yep. kicks off at 2 o'clock. Isn't that kind of cool? He's at a he's at a at a booth in Baltimore at the football stadium. As long as you have a TV pop, you can watch the tournament and talk about it. In that it's modern technology. Uh, and we, were talk, a, we were watching the the, the uh, TCU Baylor game and talking about it. Anything modern technology. It. Modern technology. Um, Jim Nance, a fighting Houston Cougar. That's well, exactly right. Okay. Well, Kelly Marchbanks, associate AD for Houston. Let's let's talk about the status of Houston. Um, you got a new football coach, Willie Fritz. Um, Dude's good. He's a good. He's a very very good coach. Formerly at Tulane. Um, with the uh, dismissal of uh, of your guy Dana Overson. Uh, Dana, um, how is the uh, the feeling around Houston with your new coach Willie? And you know, kind of now you have your your feet wet, your beak is wet, and the Big Twelve football moving forward uh, with a new coach. Yeah, I mean, I think with the coaching change, you know, the head coach and the buyouts, they get the headlines, but uh-huh. those are always hard decisions because there's so many people on the staff that are affected that have wives or husbands and kids and there's a lot of people that that folks you know don't think about in those so it's always a tough decision and um dana certainly did a lot of good things for us and put us in a good spot but we are fired up for willie i mean he is awesome he is a program builder he's won everywhere he's been he's got texas ties he's Mm -hmm. coached at sam houston he's coached at blinn he's a great recruiter he's he's a disciplined guy he's just we're, we're fired up we are excited about texas going to the sec but i gotta be honest a part of me says damn it Yep. You're leaving Houston. You're leaving Tech. You're leaving TCU. Uh, 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 Prime times coming in. Deion Sanders, yep. uh, Utah. Big Twelve is going to be so good next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you know, we're we're for us, we are in the midst of a project, uh, 150 million dollar football development center that's going to be part of our stadium, also connected to our indoor facility. So. When that's done in 2025, our facilities are going to be on par with anyone in the Big 12. Now, is your schedule out yet for football? It, it'll be officially out on the 30th. 
Okay. You have any little insight or have you a little peekaboo on that or something? Or? Uh, it's a Big 12 schedule. <laughs> Which is going to be it's, fantastic. Is it, it, is, it is. How, do you all ever, like, you know, in the front office, are there talks about, you know, because we in the media speculate, you know, who's going to take up the mantle as the leaders of the Big 12? Is it going to be Oklahoma State? Is it's it going to be, be Texas Tech? Is it going to be Houston? Is that talks of, like, how do we get from point A to point B? How do we take up? the the leadership mantle of the Big 12. Even though we're the new guys, you have the most dominant basketball program. You know, you just hired a new football coach that y'all are very confident in. Is that something that y'all discussed amongst each other? Yeah, it's all holistic. Yeah. I mean, I think you look at the state of the Big 12 with, with you guys and OU leaving, it, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be open. And I think yeah. it's, it's going to be probably a, a five-horse race. And mm-hmm. um, certainly starts with, with football taking back sort of the state of Texas recruiting-wise. Yeah. Um, getting some of those kids that are in Houston, some of that Houston talent to stay home. And I think now with the schedule, with the Big 12, being in the Power 5, plus the new facilities coming in and what we already have, I, I think it's it's going to be a real advantageous it, it is my wish, and I've talked to Chris Delconi about this and Steve Sarkeesian, I want to see non-conference football games and non-conference basketball games with all members of the Big 12. Yeah, I, I want to see Tech. I want to see TCU. I want to see Houston. And I especially want to see Houston preseason with basketball because Absolutely. Houston and basketball, and I've seen some great battles between the Longhorns and the Cougars, and Houston's going to be really good a long time as long as Calvin Sampson stays there. Yeah, the basketball program is, is it's it's running. I mean, they, Sampson, he does a heck of a job. They're, they're kind of their own operation and do their own deal, and um, we just kind of stay out of their way, and it, it's, it's amazing what he's done there. Is this a, you know – you, you talked about taking back Texas recruiting-wise because, you know, it, it's it's tough. You, you have five major schools that want to – that are delving into to, to recruiting Texas. You have the Horns, you have the Aggies, you have the Raiders, you have Houston, you have TCU. Um, am I missing anybody? Well, here? Baylor. I mean, right down and then the road. You have LSU. I mean, you got, it's nationwide they recruit Texas. Yeah, that's I mean, something the amount of talent here in, in Houston, it, it's – it's nationwide. And Kelvin Sampson has put together a phenomenal team. I mean, number four in the country. Is that something that, that Houston does um, produce a lot of great basketball? Uh, you know, is, is that some strategy? Do you, do you talk to your coaches about, you know, what can we do to help you, you know, own Houston and then work around the, the South Texas region? Well, there's things that we can control, which are yeah. facilities, which is you know comes from our, our wonderful donors that are stepping up right mm-hmm. now. And I, I want to say any Austin Cougs that might be listening, we could certainly use you. It's a great time to get on board. We need everyone we can right now to really get this thing going because ultimately I think there is going to be a reshuffle here in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. and we want to be in a position where they can't say no to Houston again. Yeah. It is really incredible, this NIL stuff, and I know – uh, Houston is involved with it. Texas sure is. Texas ain't him. It's just, it's uh, it still floors me. I'm an older guy, but the things that got SMU the death penalty, mm-hmm. it, it happens every week now. Yep. Cars and money and things, and uh, I don't know how long it's sustainable, but I'm with you, Kelly. I think in a few years we're going to see another reshuffling, and hopefully by then, fellas, I hope we have a commissioner of college football. I hope we can get into Get away from the NCAA and just have the college football entity and maybe basketball and take care of that because it's gotten so big. You need one voice out there. Um, all right, so Monday night, uh, Houston Cougars uh, here in Austin taking on the horns. 8 o'clock tip-off time. I think it's going to be on ESPN. It's, yeah, it's big, Monday. Sol- big it's Monday. It's big Monday, so yeah. Big 12 game. Um, is it strange for you coming back to your hometown you know, for a work trip to play against the Horns? No, not strange. I mean, it, it's I've been to plenty of UT games and yeah. Aggie gear and, and – 
UH gear and the football game we had was, you know, I hosted your brother. We had yeah. a good time. and. Might have gotten hosed on that call, I'll just say that. But, uh, it, we were watching from right yeah. at this very table, and we went, thank you, Big 12 officials. Uh, yeah. The Cougars are sitting at 18-2 and two on the season, number four in the land, um, even though they're in third place in the Big 12, which is odd. Yeah. Um, is this a, a team that you all feel like can really make a run and compete for a national Absolutely. championship? I think defensively we're best, we're, we're, you know, the best in the country defensively. I think we've got to hit our free throws and offensively just keep getting better. And um, you know, Playing in this league is just going to help. Have you been in the Moody Center yet? I have not. I've walked around it, so right. I'm very excited. I'm going to get there early and walk around and Good. see the whole deal. So It is a fantastic a basketball building. basketball setting. I don't know. Ben and I will be there, and I'm sure it's going to be a sellout because uh, it's quality basketball. But even though the Longhorns are now struggling a bit, with uh, they split this week. They won at Oklahoma but lost to BYU. But uh, one of the best teams in the country will be coming in, and your team, the Houston Cougars, on Monday. Kelly, thanks a million for stopping oh, absolutely. by. Absolutely. Thank very, you, guys. Really very proud of it. you. Kelly uh, played for the Austin High Maroons and uh, now has a great position, associate AD with the University of Houston. Ben, it's been fun. Yep. Be watching NFL football tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, back at the stadium for the hard work. Thanks to Scotty and Mark Brooks for being on the first hour. And thanks for you to listening uh, to uh, the End Zone Club, brought to you by Howie, Breen, and Herman, Plains Capital Bank, Covert and Bastrop, Sue Patrick, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Delaware Subs, and by Tito's Handmade Vodka. For the guys, I'm Ed Clements. See you next week on the End Zone Club on KLBJ.